You know the food for your soul gotta feed your mind You gotta know if you eating right Gotta put yourself first, yes let's address this But while we're here let's have a second breakfast Vicarja, welcome back to another episode of the Rathpeakin Ramblers podcast. This is your host, Kean Dalton, the Rathpeakin Rambler himself. Um, and thank you again to Rusty Gray for the intro music. Um, how has how was your weekend, guys? How did you get on? Any crack? I hope that you had a good one. Anyways, first of all, I saw a fantastic tweet saying that. Um, our weekends now are like half an hour unpaid lunch break from our jobs, which is very funny, but it also hits uh, way too close to home <laughs> because that's what the weekends feel like. Um, they're gone way too fast. Like you know, no matter what your weekend is, if you're working Monday to Friday, if you're working nights, or you're working. Wednesday to fucking Sunday or something like that, you know, I mean, as soon as you have your days off, they're just gone like that, you know, the weekday might go so slowly, your workday might go so slowly, and then you're just gone straight away, the weekend is gone, but look, I've been finding ways to combat that this time around, it's not as bad um, as before, you know, going online with my friends a bit more, which is, has been great crack, to be fair. And I've been busy with college and stuff. So I have no real complaints, just very first-worldly problem complaints. And sure, look, aren't they the best kind? Um, this week, I've been kind of stepping away from the movie reviews and stuff um, recently. Do you know what? I wasn't enjoying them anymore. And it's not to say that I won't be doing them again soon. I'll probably throw up an old review soon enough. Um, but I just, you know, they just kind of felt like when I first started them, when I, when I was doing them for a while, you know, they were grey crack and I enjoyed them. But even reading back on some of some of them, I just kind of like, uh, I didn't really put in much of an effort. And I was kind of just getting them done to get them out there and stuff and I'd always kind of fall back. So I'm kind of taking a back seat on that for the moment and in the, the, um, the podcast as well. Now I will talk about, you know, some stuff like that, but I'm um, not this week going to be talking about um very briefly might I add because my not my knowledge is not uh the best of American politics I you know my I have a good brief not brief background knowledge of everything that's going on I know who the president is I know who the vice president is I know what's been going on but I wouldn't have like you know an extensive knowledge like some of my my peers and some of my friends um, so I'm going to be talking briefly, maybe 20 minutes, briefly, briefly, he says for 20 minutes about, um, kind of the inauguration and stuff and just stuff I noticed on like American TV and stuff I noticed on Twitter and stuff like that. Um, but before that kind of following on from last week, I talked about kind of mindfulness techniques that you could do or that I have found of use to me in these uh, trying and troubled times, these unprecedented times. I'm coining that phrase now, guys. Um, Unprecedented times. um, Kind of stuff that's worked for me, as I said last week. I talked about kind of taking a minute and just dissolving, just literally sitting there and imagining myself dissolving into my surroundings. And it, it fucking works for me, anyways, for me. Um, if anybody did try the stuff I said last week and if it did or didn't work, please let me know. 
Um, this week, I'm going to be talking about journaling, just for a few minutes. I'm not going to bore you too much. Um, journaling, and it's, you know, writing in your diary, you know, stuff that you probably think, what's that, what's that good for, like, you know, but I have found, and I did a small little blog post on it, I, f- I feel like a lot of the time, I might be flat out during the day, you know, I'm working, a bit of college work, um, you know, maintaining, trying to be a better friend, and maintaining the friendships that I've built back up and stuff, and, you know, caring about other people, and at the end of the day, I might sit there and be like, geez, I've done nothing today, but I might have been flat out, and someone else might be even more flat out than I was, which is highly possible, and might think, I think a lot of people do think like, oh, what, uh, what did I do today? And sometimes it's not even what did I do today. Sometimes it's like what did I do that's of significance, you know. So like we're all working. A lot of us are working. Some of us are off, and that's just the way it goes at the moment, anyways. But also because of COVID, and you know you're allowed to have as many down days and as many kind of chillax days as you want. Just don't beat yourself up about it because there's no point in that it's it's not healthy. Not that it's not healthy, it's not healthy, but it's not constructive either. But I did find, yeah, I, I, do, I do find that I often kind of turn around and say, geez, what did I do today? Whereas it's not even just in the things you did, but in the interactions you've had, you know. I mean, you, I might have, I might have, you might have, we all might have yesterday, let's say, or tomorrow for Monday, we all might get up and get ready for work. And we might go get a coffee before work, whether that's in your kitchen or if it's in town or wherever, if you're working in the office or on site or whatever and you might have an interaction with someone interaction with the cashier or the barista or the deli assistant and you know just as long as you're nice and you're you know pleasant to that person that's a positive interaction you've done something already that day you've interacted with a fellow human being and if you're in your kitchen if you're talking to you know a sibling your partner your child your parent and you have a good interaction that is something good that you have done already then you're in work whether you're at home or you're in the office or you're on the site or wherever you are you know and you're uh, positive and pleasant as much as you can be even if you're working with dickheads you know working with the public whatever you know just as long as you're kind of you know, do your breathing exercises and stuff. That's another positive thing you've done. First of all, you're you're working, so you're not doing nothing. Second of all, you're having a positive effect on people around you. And the people might, you know, a lot of your workers might say, like, they're, you know, they're not going to say, geez, you're doing nothing. You're online. You're in the office. You are literally in there. You know, be kind to yourself. Um, so just kind of when you're at the end of the day, what I find is good and what I find or what I found really helped was, and it's, I, I have, I, it's like everything else I do, I, I go really hard at it for about a week, and then I kind of fall off, so I haven't written anything in the journal in about two or three weeks, but when I was writing in it, like all the time, I did find that I could see on the page in front of me how much I did that day, you know, like, I did this, I had this conversation with this person, I talked to this person, I sorted this out, I paid, you know, this fee, and I did this and all this, you know, 
they're all positive interactions and they're all things that you've done that day. So if you're sitting there at the end of the, at the, end of the day and you're saying, geez, I've done nothing today. Let's say you're off work and you're at home a lot, like tomorrow, and you've done nothing all day and you say to yourself, geez, I've done nothing all day. Like that, that's already negative, like. Whereas it's hard and it's easy for me to say it because I am working and I'm busy and it keeps my mind off things. And it's something I'm going to have to remember for the next time that I'm off work or working from home or whatever. Is that like, that's putting a negative spin on it, you know? And I do, I'll always remember there was this girl in college, uh, an exchange student, not an exchange, an Erasmus student from New Zealand. And she was all about, she'd come in from school. She she wasn't, I don't want to say, no, she was, she was nice, but she had a bit of a mean streak in her, like, you know, where she'd pit people against each other just randomly it would happen once every couple of weeks and you'd be like what the fuck is her problem but you know she used to come in and she used to be like guys tell me like the three positive things that happened to you today what three good things happened to you and you know as irish people were a cynical race <laughs> we're a cynical people anyways and we're a nation of begrudgers and you know it's not always a bad thing but it's a funny thing all the time, but, the, you know, especially with, with this girl who's coming in from class. and You know, I mightn't have gone to class that day. I might have skipped all my lectures and be sitting at home ready for pints that night. Um, You know, she would come in and say, oh, Keen, what are the three positive things you've done today? And I'd answer her truthfully, like, Camilla, I've done nothing positive all day. Whereas maybe it's not truthful, but that's what I thought in my mind that day. Whereas, you know, I could have you know been nice to uh someone working in a shop or something and it's reaching but it is still a positive interaction so i'll always remember that and i remember at the time when i was 19 you know being like what the fuck this is so weird why would you care about this stuff whereas now i'm like jesus she had the right idea even if she wasn't the nicest person all of the time she had that right idea to kind of empower herself and her mental health so I do think that journaling helps in that regard. You know, you are going home, writing down your stuff, and you'll see, like, oh, fuck, I, did, I actually did do a lot today. I forgot I did that. You know, and I did this, and, you know, that's... You're working. You're probably working for eight hours a day. You know, that's a third of the day gone already. Fucking capitalism for the win. You know, that's that's a lot of stuff you've done already. Then you get home, and you're probably like, okay, I've got more stuff to do now. So, you know, you're you're we're busy all day. Okay, so journal away, write down your thoughts and feelings for the day, write down whatever you're thinking, get it out on the paper, and you'll feel better. You know, it is, and I've done it intermittently over the years where I've like, you know, written in, hello, I don't really write dear diary, I usually write like, hello, what's the crack or whatever, for some reason, but, you know, I write in what I've been thinking, maybe even if it's the last few weeks, and I'm like talking about you know, a breakup or something, or stuff that's been going on in my personal life, and I write it down on the page, and I immediately feel better, like, I feel 10 times better doing that than I do going off smoking a fag if I'm stressed, because the initial release from smoking a fag when you're stressed, like, that is fantastic, and then it's replaced by, like, oh, fuck, I'm after smoking a cigarette, so I think journaling is the way to go, guys, you know, you can get a fucking diary, a 2021 diary if you want. You can get um, a nice copy book. 
you could get just some yellow notepads or you get yellow sticky pads or whatever and sticky you know little small pages and write away on them you know write down whatever you're feeling or you know you can listen to this and hear about what i'm feeling and maybe that might make you feel better okay so that's my little mindfulness monday tip uh this week and i hope that somebody out there might find it useful if nobody finds it useful that's fine too you know works for me what works for me might not work for you so that's the mindfulness tip for this week guys um so what have i been watching this week i'm gone straight into season two of avatar the last airbender watched it when i was studying in new york years ago the first two seasons never watched the third season for some reason but i'm in season two now really really enjoying it remembering exactly why i was watching it and i'm gonna power through and watch all three seasons and then watch the legend of Korra, and then i might start watching stuff that's not cartoons uh, but it doesn't really matter you know that's no you know what i'll watch whatever the fuck i want to watch because that's doesn't matter what anybody else thinks um what did we watch last night no me and the bros watched um the dirt the movie about motley crew and um it probably wasn't as good as i thought it was going to be but it was still an excellent movie no it was very very good not that it wasn't as good as i thought it was going to be i thought it was going to be a different movie because when i read the reviews originally it was all about you know this movie is crazy the things these guys did oh my god it's fucking insane and it is really insane but the craziest scene is probably when Ozzy Osbourne is there and he's snorting ants off the ground and licking his own urine it's disgusting but the rest of the movie is kind of what you'd expect from a kind of a mockumentary biopic of an 80s 90s metal band rock band or whatever like they're crazy bastards and they did some fucked up shit but and it was a very very good movie it 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 surprised me and i really really enjoyed it so if you're if you're on netflix check out um the last airbender and the dirt and the dirt is a film very very good check it out it's on netflix um i haven't watched any of the disney plus series yet i'm gonna start watching wandavision soon i would say um, and when I usually say that, it takes me a good couple of months afterwards to actually start watching it. So, look, we'll see what happens. So, we're going to talk about, as I said, this week's topic uh, of this second breakfast episode is about um, the new president of the United States and the inauguration and the, the step down of the last president. Um, so, your new president his name is uh, Donald Trump, and he's a very orange-looking man, very sophisticated-looking man with a, a handlebar mustache and a big fake-looking nose. And I wish him the very best in his uh, tenure as the new and not the same president of America. No, no, of course, uh, Joe Biden won the American election last year. So on the 20th of January... Joe Biden was inaugurated as the 46th president of the United States. And it was a horrible, horrible day for my friend and my captain, Jared McParland. And I hope that Jared's doing okay. He's over there in America, living in the Bronx. Great, great guy with a love for the Donald. And I hope that Jared's doing okay. Jared, if, you, if you're listening to this or if you hear this, uh, my thoughts are with you and with the whole, with the whole Trump family, okay? 
But Biden, I only found this out uh, by listening to the news, which I suppose I should be doing every day as, as a journalist in training. Biden is only the second Catholic president after JFK. And so on the 20th of January, Joe Biden was inaugurated. Yeah. So Donald Trump left the White House for the first, for the last time that morning. And he gave a final speech before getting on a plane and heading for the safety of Florida, away from uh, his numerous, his multiple impeachments, plural. And it was just a pure Donald Trump speech. You know, there was nothing of substance in there. It was all, it was all kind of, you know, lies and exaggerations and all, you know, he did, it was very funny. He did say, you know, I wish the new administration the best. Um, And I know they will be successful because of the foundations that this administration set them. So he couldn't even say like, best of luck to Biden and leave it at that. He had to say like, all of your successes are really my successes because I set them up for you. It was mad, like music was blaring over the speakers as he talked about the many successes he had in his presidency, a bit of Bruce Springsteen, and I'm fairly sure Bruce Springsteen has come out and said, stop using my music, you do not have the right to use my music. I could be wrong, but I definitely remember seeing a tweet about that before. Um, Melania gave a brief goodbye to the nation, very short and sweet, um, and then a CNN anchor said that there was reports that Melania had outsourced the writing of her thank you notes to the staff of the White House, to one of her aides or either one of the staff at the White House, which I thought was just hilarious. Like, that's mad. That's that's dirt. Like, I mean, she couldn't even, like, how long have they known that they're leaving? You know, I mean, I know that writing thank you notes is not at the top of everybody's to-do list when they have to do them. It's something that you do put off. Um, But speaking from all my experience of writing thank you notes like i have no experience but that's i know that's what i do i probably put it off to the last minute send a big massive group text create a whatsapp group message or something you know but to like to outsource that job to one of the staff that she's probably writing <laughs> to writing the thank you notes too like that's just come on like put in a bit of effort um so like and i'll always remember this like you know Trump's always going on about like all his successes and the, the foundation he had set for the Biden administration. And it just reminded me of like one of the funniest stories I'd ever heard. Like when I when I was living in America, I went to visit my friend Hannah in Minnesota. And she was at the time she was um she's still teaching and she was doing a master's while teaching. So she was um doing Uber as well to make money at the time. And she was driving these guys who came in from the airport to a hotel in Minneapolis, where she's living. And there's like a big wall. I remember when we were driving through Minneapolis then from the airport, there's like a big wall going through, like separating. You know, it's not a big wall, but it's, it is a big wall, but because of the highways in the middle. And there's highways going through like the middle of the town, separating uptown and downtown. And... I'm probably wrong. My geography and my directions have always been absolutely shocking. I'm just getting to know Rathpeakin now, and I've been here nearly 18 years. <laughs> and no, Minnesota is in the Midwest. Like, it's in between the Dakotas and Wisconsin. And so Iowa is below, and Winnipeg is above. Winnipeg is obviously in Canada. So that's how close they are to the Canadian border. So one of the guys that she had picked up turns to the other. And I'm not sure. I think he was joking. 
but a part of me wants to believe that he wasn't. He turns to the other guy and he goes, he finally did it. That son of a bitch. That bastard built the wall. <laughs> and I absolutely love it. And I'm sure he was joking. I'm sure he was a level-headed guy who knew his geography better than I did. But even I know that Canada is not on the border with Mexico. And it was just so, it just reminded me of that when he was like, the many great successes that we had. And I just want to say, like, if any of my cousins are listening to this, I have a few cousins who are Trump fans. Um, this is no disrespect to you or anything. Like, I don't really care about anybody's politics. And it's probably from a position of privilege myself that I, I don't have to care about your politics. And especially if you're my cousins. Um, it'd be different if I was living in America, I suppose, and I was suffering the consequences of some of Trump's actions and stuff. Um, but I'm lucky that I don't have to. So no disrespect to my cousins who are Trump fans or any Trump fans who are listening to this uh, this podcast. And if Jar McPartland is a thing, there's no disrespect to you, Jar. I do hope that you pull through this tough time. It's only four years. It's only four years. And then Trump will be back. Trump 2024. Biden himself gave a great speech. He gave a fantastic speech about unity and the needless hate that has been brought to the boil over the last four years. And I thought it was just what the people needed in that time, you know. Like, he said exactly what people wanted here. He made a point to also not say Trump's name at all throughout his speech. Same as Trump never said his name. Trump only said new administration or whatever. Uh, Biden never said Trump's name. He instead called for healing. And I think he actually thanked Mike Pence for all of his work. You know, when Donald Trump refused to work over the last few weeks and was pardoning Lil Wayne and people like that, you know, he Mike Pence stood up and actually ran the country for the last four weeks or whatever. Um, I just from seeing Joe Biden and the way he talks, I suppose I'd never really listened to him before. Joe Biden will be played by Will Ferrell in a comic biopic in years to come. I am absolutely sure of it. Just the tone of his voice and everything, it just reminded me of Will Ferrell's kind of many, many characters from when he's playing like kind of half southern people, you know. Definitely watch this space. I'm predicting that now Joe Biden will be played by Will Ferrell in a comic movie or a serious movie, but probably in a comic movie in years to come or like on SNL. Yeah, probably SNL or something in the next five, ten years. Um, I suppose like it will be interesting to see what happens over the next four years. Like it was brilliant to see that the first thing biden did was introduce a nationwide mask wearing mandate it was on cnn like not even you know sworn in officially and he was introducing that 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 was not done in the in the last um presidency on over the last year of lockdown which just should have been done straight away like people are still not gonna there are certain people still not gonna wear masks but at least that is the law now you know that is a mandate that is that is written in um, like it was just a clear signal of his intent to be better at battling the COVID nineteen pandemic than his predecessor. It wouldn't be hard, like, but he could have just said he believed it was real and he would be doing better than Trump, in my humble opinion. Um, I think what I did like as well was that this pandemic it brought out the English student in all of our political leaders. Like Leo Varadkar had his heart broken quoting Heaney and the likes. Biden quoted James Joyce in some address. Um, me, me, on Martin was quoting fellas there. Um, 
Leo Varadkirshner was quoting Mean Girls and all. The prick. <laughs> um, and then Biden brought out um, a young poet named Amanda Gorman, uh, the USA's first poet la- la- or youth poet laureate, I, I believe. And she read her poem in front of the small crowd that was gathered. And it was a powerful piece about growing up as a minority and the hope she feels now. And also like that she has hope for America to become like a democracy in the future you know uh it's well worth a watch go on i think richard chambers had it up on his twitter feed and stuff um it kind of gives me hope for the arts in the new world you know people have relied on streaming reading and listening over the last year like i know that any time that theaters opened up for even just online plays and and audio recordings of plays i was lapping it up um you know, buying tickets for live gigs and stuff. Lancome, I watched over the summer. Um, a few of Ty Hickey's stuff I've listened to. I just think it's it's brilliant. It's a brilliant medium. And I do hope that, that the performers would be rewarded when this is all over. I know that there's been um, kind of a lot of arts grants and there's been more money funded in the arts in Ireland now this year or last year's budget than ever before. And it's a shame that it took the COVID-19 pandemic for it to, to finally happen, but I am glad that it is happening. And I do hope that it is continued over the next few years because we rely on it so much, you know. We rely on the arts more than we realise. You mightn't read a book, but you watch TV every night. You mightn't watch TV or, or be a fan of films, but you read books every night. You know, you mightn't like the radio, but you listen to podcasts all the time. And same as, you know, vice versa. We rely on arts, literature, more, more, way more than we realize. And I hope that people see that after this is all over. Um, My kind of, I think, I think Joe Biden will do whatever is in his power to kind of make America, you know, not to be ironic, but make America great again in the eyes of the world. I do know from, you know, I'm more, um, I'm less ignorant now about America and their, you know, their their policy of bombing Middle Eastern countries um, for nothing. So I know that any American president has a lot of blood on their hands but I am happy that Biden is in power um, and not Biden is in power but that the Democrats are in power and I hope that they don't allow another kind of far right tyrant to get in again Um, at the same time here in Ireland you know there's a lot of problems at the moment with the far right kind of rising up and you know I've seen a lot of racism on Twitter um, a lot of racism directed towards, I suppose maybe just because I follow them, that I see it a lot. And to be fair to the two people that I follow, you know, they do post. They're not afraid to post the hate that they give because they feel that it will raise awareness and, you know, that hopefully, eventually, it won't be the norm. But um, Una Mean Kavanagh and um, Hazel Chu the Lord Mayor of Dublin, and Una Mean Kavanagh. She's a journalist, a travel writer. She's brilliant. And 
you know, they get a lot, a lot of hate and a lot of ignorant people commenting on their stuff. So I hope that, you know, here in Ireland, we're not, we don't leave our own problems fester. And then we have our own Donald Trump here as well, you know. So that's that's kind of my hopes. Um, and to call it out and combat it whenever you see it online and stuff, you know. Um, but that was the American presidency. It's been a crazy few years. I, I was over there when Trump was president. And... I was kind of in my own little Irish community, which I which I loved. You know, I didn't have to worry about um, Trump or anything like that. You know, I'm an, Amer- I'm an American citizen, so I didn't have to worry about immigration. You know, and I, but I did have a few friends that were um, illegal at the time, and you know, there was a real fear going around that if you were caught, you know, you'd be deported back to Ireland, where there mightn't be anything for those people anymore. You know, um, talking to a few bartenders and they were worried about that you know getting home and stuff and if they could get home this time or that they hadn't been home in years you know and it's uh it's a very sad it's not a sad life because they're they've made good lives for themselves over there but it's sad when you can't see your family whenever you want you know i I think we take that for granted and maybe i took it for granted when i was over there but um it was a weird time because you know it depended. New York City was a very liberal city, so there was no real Trump supporters there. But then, as I said, up in maybe up further upstate, there might be more Trump supporters. And these are all nice people. These are all good people. You know, that I follow him for whatever reason. And it, it's just kind of, I don't know, it's kind of weird. It's kind of baffling. But then I suppose here as well. Even just the last few weeks, I think, uh, after the mother and baby report came out, and I had made my decision, you know, in the last few elections, like ever since i become more aware of, uh, you know, politics and voting and stuff, when I got back from America, um, the, you know, in 2019, I, you know, made a decision quickly enough, like I will never vote for Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael again, um, ever ever no matter what um i'll give my vote to the sock dems labor probably um Sinn fein and you know people might be listening to this going he doesn't have a clue i don't have much of a clue but i remember saying it to you know people close to me that would vote for you know fianna fall or fianna gale and i was like no like there's no disrespect but i just wouldn't i'm never voting for them again and you know there's always kind of like, oh, why wouldn't you vote for them? We voted for them forever. Uh, it's different times now, you know. There's a lot more evidence out there and a lot more things coming to light now that would make me not want to vote for them. And ever. And, you know, it's just kind of when you think about it in America, when you hear of Trump and all the things he's done and, you know, the people living in cages, trapped in cages on the border... And taking America out of the um, the Paris uh, deal, the climate deal, it's just, it's kind of baffling. But look, that's not what this podcast is about. Um, I thought that Biden did a great job in his speech. I'm looking forward to seeing more of Amanda Gorman's work. She's fantastic. And I do hope that we support art way more and the arts way more in 2021, 2022. Um, that's it for me this week, guys. Just did a podcast before this with the local club. We're doing a, a Rathpeak and Pinecast where me and 
our club health officer and ever-present goalie in hurling, Dinny Murphy. We do an interview with a club community member, board member, you know, um, club legend or whatever. And we did our first one, our kind of our trial run just before this. Now, the connection, the Wi-Fi connection in Rathpeaking is not great. So there's probably a few issues. I'm going to try and edit it down over the next few days and release it, hopefully, at the end of this week. And I really hope that you tune into that. And I hope that you listen to this. And I just hope that you have a great week. So keep an eye out for that on the Rathpeaking page. The Rathpeaking um, GA website is coming up soon. Keep an eye out for all of that, please. Um, Have a fantastic... Uh, week and I hope to talk to you guys next week alright have a good one here's Rusty Gray playing us out thank you Liam bye uh, this is nothing that you've seen before yeah. this is not something for the green see low this is something that we need dope reviews of the movies favorite TV shows or take you lit talks about life that's just in second breakfast two themes in one podcast huh this man is restless he got just what you seek in scrambler he is the wrath peaking rambler